Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Jessie Ware, and we are back with Table Manners, the podcast. I'm sat next... Why are you laughing? Hello, listeners. <laughs> Can you come to the mic with season three, Mum? You should know better. Say hi. Hi, I'm all there now. So, tonight, it's a big one. Yep. How are you feeling? I'm very excited because he's someone I truly admire and met him a couple of times at your gigs and he's warm and charismatic. I actually think he's far more charismatic in person than he is when he gets interviewed on TV. Poor man just looks exhausted at the moment. He's running around London trying to sort things out and make progress and make London better for everybody else. And it's also Ramadan at the moment. so yeah. And it's hot today. It's hot. It's been, it it's been be a 30, hot month, to yeah. be honest. We have the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, gracing us on Table Manners, the podcast tonight. So... Sadiq is, oh, do we call him Mr. Mayor? Do we call him Sadiq? Do we call him Mr. Khan? I think it's Mr. Mayor, isn't it? Is it? I quite like that. It sounds a bit like scandal. It should be in scandal. Mr. Mayor or Homeland. Yeah, and it's a huge job, isn't it? Running one of the biggest cities in the world. Do you think he's doing a good job? Yes, I do. I think he's addressing things that need addressing. Me too. And it's not just about fun. It's about people having homes to live in. It's about people being safe. Clean air. Clean air. All of those things, all the important things that you lay down for the future generations. So it's Ramadan, which means that Sadiq is, Mr. Mayor, is fasting. So he will be breaking his fast on the podcast tonight. So, Mum, will you go through the menu, please? Muslim friends have told me that to break your fast, it's it's good to have something very sweet. Um, traditionally, people eat dates, mm-hmm. which gives you a bit of a boost of sugar and obviously lots of nice water and drinks. He'll be hungry. So um, Alex has helped again. Uh, Alex, where my brother, if you don't know who that is, the, the doctor, when he's not saving lives, he's making our desserts. So he's made fava, which not a lot of people know about. It. It's a dip, a bit like hummus, but it's made with split, split, split <laughs> peas and onions and garlic. So he's made that. It's a bit that. sweeter. It's kind of denser than... Yeah, it's denser. I think chickpea. we could have put more olive oil in. I think Alex made the quantities of about 28 people, I'll but never mind. I've got chopped and fried fish made by my cousin in Manchester. Okay, so can you explain what chopped and fried fish is? It's a mixture of fish that you turn into balls with egg and matzo meal. And I don't think there's any Jewish function celebration that doesn't have fish balls at it. So I bought fish balls with the traditional dip that we have, which is crane, which is a beetroot and horseradish. We've got salmon marinated in coconut milk, coconut milk, chilli, coriander and onion. Uh-huh. Um, those are going to be grilled. That's your job next, Jessie. Okay. Um, Will they be them on cold? Skewers. Warm would be fine. So we can cook them beforehand. So it's all quite light, picky things. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think if you've been fasting, I think that to have a big, you know, steak and kidney pie would be too much. And anyway, um, I didn't buy halal meat. I thought fish would probably be a better option mm-hmm. and it's lighter on your stomach when you've been fasting. And I've made spanakopita, mm. which is a spinach pie, a traditional Greek spinach pie made with spinach and feta. And yes, quite a nice salad, which is made with chickpeas and sweet potato. I mean, there's a lot, so he can just pick, but there yeah. is, he, he won't go hungry. There's enough for, but probably to cater a His party of 30. It's probably really small, it's though. It probably is. But I imagine that he might come with people. Oh, His yeah, people. probably. His peoples. Yeah. What is the cat doing? The cat is humping the... Oh, shit. <laughs> Mum, the cat's about to be sick on your, can... on your on your Well, take carpet. him outside. Oh, mate. <laughs> Was that a chunder? <laughs> Quickly, Jessie, get some kitchen roll. Oh, mate. 
whilst you sit in legs your tired, throne. Legs tired, done all the cooking. What's your contribution? Uh, my contribution is excellent chat about my <laughs> night with Eric Cantona last night. Thank okay, you. let's hear about that. I did Soccer Aid, UNICEF's um, Soccer Aid, which helped raise over 5 million for children all over the world. And um, I'm a UNICEF ambassador. So for me to have sung Old Trafford and to be there, well, at Old Trafford when we love United, but to be doing it for UNICEF was just so, so special. And I'm so proud of them. They did so well. And the cherry on top was the, was the king. Meeting the king. Was Not he- just meeting the king. The king asking me if I wanted to stay for a drink. Ooh, ah, Cantona. (laughs) So, table manners, we have the Mayor of London in my mother's kitchen. Sadiq Khan, thank you so much for coming. Great to be. I'm just canvassing early for the next elections. Uh, oh, just, just check in how you're going to vote next in May 2020. Listen, anything for a vote, Lenny. So, uh, <laughs> of it's, course. It's, it's, it's good to meet your vote. daughter as well. So, um, Jesse yeah. goes around now saying I'm Lenny's daughter and stuff. And, of course. Uh, I'll head to happened. meet you. Can we, just, uh, can we say that you accidentally went to the wrong house? Yeah, so, so, I, so I they probably the, thought you were canvassing. I knocked, I knocked on the door two doors down and. Uh, she answered the door and uh, I goes, Denise. I said, um, am I at the wrong house? She goes, I think you are. And then, and then I, I said, I'm really sorry. And as I was walking backwards, then she called her flat mate out and stuff. And they probably have, have tweeted as we speak now saying, <laughs> you know, if the mayor can't get the right house, anyway, let's, oh let's, hope, let's hope they haven't. But, but, uh, you know. They didn't um, slam the door on you though, did they? they were, I think I've got two Labour votes there. Yeah, there I mean, you go. Know, well done. Yeah, there yeah, you have. Yeah. They, they were lovely. Yes, there were quite a lot of Labour voters. I hope so. Road. I hope so. Mayor for all Londoners, Lenny. Yeah, uh, I know. Not you just are. South London, but yeah. I know you are. Yeah, but I'm pleased that we did it at your house rather than Jess's. I hear she's really untidy. Horrible, <laughs> How do you know? Horrible Mr. kitchen. Mayor. Come on. Yeah. And uh, this was convenient. No, Come no, on, it's South London. It's great, perfect. I'm not complaining. And it's a busy time for you. You know, you're not, you're doing Ramadan at the moment. Mm. So it's the month of Ramadan, um, and you probably know this from when you were growing up in South London. But uh, so uh, we fast from uh, pre-dawn to dusk. Mm. So the fast today began at uh, 2:52 a.m. So after 2:52 a.m., I can't eat or drink, not even water. I know. Not even a smint. I know. Uh, and the fast opens today at 9.20. I know, until but you're lucky not in Manchester because I was there yesterday and the taxi driver said it finishes at 9.40. Yeah, so the good news is, so, so it's a lunar calendar. What, what that means is each year, uh, it's based on the moon, so, so the, the month goes forward by 10 days. So yeah. it takes 34 years for it to go all the way around. So yeah. I remember um, when I was little, having summer fast they were tough and it's gone all the way around yeah, now and so I can't wait for fast in December and January they're, they're, they're like, fantastic I mean you're the mayor you're you're did you meet with Theresa May today I mean like you're, you're doing lot I mean you're busy yeah, with, there's a lot was, going on I was with the home sec today and there's a lot going on and uh I've got a meeting tomorrow morning early and so it's, it early starts late finishes but you know it's not like I'm a, a you know a junior doctor working silly shifts or, or, or kids or taking exams or. I wonder how that yeah is I mean there are I mean this is the thing that people don't understand there are concessions and so you know if yeah, you're if you're, okay. if you're pregnant if you're exams uh if you're a job that involves you you know needing to have nourishment and stuff there are concessions and you can give money to, to charity so you can feed the phrases you can feed a four, poor person if it's if you can't fast for whatever reason and stuff so i mean but you know there are literally millions of people around the world who are fasting and it could be worse i could be living in sub-sahara so it's not oh, yeah. we've had a heat wave so the joke amongst the muslim diaspora is you know it's ramadan when there's a heat wave because sod's <laughs> law as you know night follows day We've had a brilliant last three and a half weeks, haven't we? And it's yeah. like, oh, no. have you lost weight? Uh, I usually put on weight because what happens at the end of a fast is, guess what? You eat a lot. You eat yeah. a lot. You have the iftar. So, so what happens is, the when you start the the, the pre-dawn breakfast is called the sehari, and the the meal that opens your fast is called iftar, and you basically pig out and you have sort of four meals in in uh, one evening. And if you've got a mum like mine, it's all fried food. Or if you've got a mother-in-law like I've got all fried food. My father-in-law loves frying food. So basically, yeah, any idea you can lose weight is not true. But I've lost a bit, I think, this year. I want to know when you're sleeping. Yeah, so, so the two... This yeah. is, like, this is hard, right? It is. So unlike some people around this table, Lenny, it's not because I'm partying all night and uh, going clubbing with Eric Cantona. <laughs> Eric Cantona, I'll get her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. Uh, I, I watch your Twitter feed, young lady. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the, what, the two things that are the most difficult for me are lack of sleep. And uh, lack of cough, coffee during the day. Uh, I need my caffeine, and so those. I mean, I don't really miss the food. It's the it's the it's the sleep deprivation and the um, and the caffeine. And my so wife says to me, "So will you stay up late?" I will. Eat. So what I'll do is, yeah. So some days I'll just 
keep on going till the, the morning breakfast. Because if I go to sleep, it just, you know, I can't then go back so to sleep. So when do you sleep? I, I, at the moment, I want about four hours, four hours, five so hours. So you sleep sleep. after yeah. the morning so breakfast? Yeah, about, about three You're Barack Obama. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you do you go to the mosque as well? Yeah. So, so because try, after you've eaten, you go to the mosque. That's right. Yeah. You see, look at their knees. He knows about the, the, the Tharavi prayers. So basically, at night time after, day. I've not been going for the last okay. few few weeks. I've just been too busy at work and so stuff. So busy. Yeah. It's, but it's but it's you know, the idea is this one month. Um, you know, I'm, I live in one of the richest cities in the world, but but fasting gives me empathy for those less fortunate around the world and it does and whether you're the mayor of london whether you're a porter whether you're a minicab driver whether you are a doctor uh, the rules apply to all of us yeah so it's a leveler and so you could be speaking to anybody around the world and they're not about they're not about fasting the, the joke in tooting is the one time a day you can't get a minicab is between uh, 9 and 9.30 because they're all I up know. in their fast. And I it's know. true. I, I challenge anybody listening. I, I, I know. Nine, half past nine at night, you've had it now. Yeah, so, but you, you were talking about your mother-in-law and your um, and your family. You eat a lot of fried food. So what do you, what's the kind of typical so the rule, Ramadan meal? Yeah, so, so the rule in my family now is, so whenever, because you know this, a, a mum thinks the way to their child's heart is by feeding them and overfeeding them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it applies with, with learning and yeah. just, Never knowingly, yeah, 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 quite, quite, yeah. quite. So, so, but my, I think my family now realise that I, it's not good for me to have all this fried food and stuff. So normally, uh, if I'm going around there or if I'm at home, the, the culture is you open your fast with a date, because um, the story goes the Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, used to open his fast with a date or water, um, and so you open your fast with a date, have some savouries, and then the fun begins, and then you start eating whatever whatever's been made in the house and stuff. But because I'm fasting and I'm working long hours, I don't, I'm not cooking so much during the Ramadan. So yesterday I was with my mother-in-law's, and my mother-in-law and father-in-law, he's a fantastic cook, and they started with uh, savoury samosas, which I was told were grilled, I think they were grilled, uh, uh, pastries, um, fruit salad, uh, chickpeas, um, they're called jane, and matai, uh, sweet Indian dish. That's, that's just the starter. Oh yeah, quite. That's, so that's a pre-starter, and then the, like and, the, and, and then yeah, and the main dish my in-laws had cooked two different mince dishes: one with potatoes, one with red kidney beans, uh, masoor dal. It's like lentils. Uh, two types of rice: plow rice and white ordinary rice. There were chapatis made. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Do they make uh, them? Yeah, yeah. My my, wow. my in-laws are great cooks, um, and you know they had all they 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 got three children and all of them around. So it's like you know it's like heaven, manna from heaven, and, uh, and then you have a break, and then you have the desserts, and there's five different types of cakes, and uh, yeah, so it's pretty heavy meal. So last night I need for breakfast because it was I'm still full from from was, the dinner. Was that because it was a Sunday and it was kind of a family day, or is this uh, kind of a regular thing during Ramadan that it's, you get together? Uh, the bad news is it's a regular thing during Ramadan, and so oh, wow. yeah, it's, I mean that's why you know mums love and dads love Ramadan because the kids come around and you mm. have a massive meal and stuff. But it is it is a family thing, it is a way of coming together. I want to talk about some of the things that are going on in London, you know, um, sounds like London. Yeah. This is such a good idea. Thank you very much. So, so the idea is, I mean, uh, for those lady who aren't in the music business. Uh, oh, no, the, the, she yeah. is, she's a momager, <laughs> if you don't know. I'm not a momager. I've, I've seen you on a Jessie's concert. She's so boogie in a way. Uh, you got a massive round of applause though when Jesse name checked you. At, yeah, at, at I didn't the, name yeah, check yeah, you yeah, because yeah. I just didn't I think you that, needed I the attention that, yeah, that yeah, night. Yeah, I, I think where's my name check? No, yeah. <laughs> so, so the idea is, well, it's an, it's a number of things. Look, you will know, Jesse. You, you know, you speak to most or read about the careers of most London artists who are, are musicians, uh, singers uh, in the industry. They will tell you the hard graft it was, but they'll also tell you that actually uh, playing at music venues, live mm-hmm. gigs, playing in pubs was really important. That's how you learn mm-hmm. your craft. That's how you learn your trade, whether it's yourself, whether it's Adele, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Ed Sheeran, whoever Florence, you talk to. Florence, Florence of Welch, course, yeah. yeah. You learn your trade that way. It's great fun for mm-hmm. you. It's great fun for those of us fans who get to go to small gig. Uh, what's happened over the last uh, eight, 10 years is the number of live music venues has been reduced by half. So between 2008 and 2016, we lost half of our live music venues for a variety of reasons. One, property. The, the, like if you own, if you own a piece if you own a pub or a live music venue place and I come along and say listen sell me this to you for X million pounds um, I'll turn it into luxury flats you'll say why not because the rent you get is not a big amount also uh, I could build flats next door to your live music venue and then my residents will complain about the noise mm-hmm. and so you can't afford to pay for noise insulation and on and on business rates and all the rest of it so I've brought in new policies to 
make it difficult for you to change the use of that live music venue from mm. music to a, a supermarket or flats. Uh, but also we've said if uh, a new developer comes along, he or she should pay for the noise insulation, not you. But thirdly, we're giving support to live music venues to open and to expand all the rest of it. So we're having this big month in June. We're encouraging grassroots music venues, but also this year is 100 years since the first women got the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And so we're particularly pushing women artists. Yeah. Uh, Amy McCarthy's helping from Radio 1. Um, uh, other successful artists are helping, up-and-coming artists are helping, and we're pushing uh, women in grime. And so we're trying to push in June, busking, targeting, uh, helping women and stuff. And the idea is have, you know, you know, grassroots music venues flourishing and thriving in. But, you know, this year the Stones played at the London Stadium. The Stones, actually, you go to the 100 Club, they played there, you know, 30, yeah. 200 open, years ago. Yeah, 100 Club's still open, <clears throat> yeah, 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 I think, yeah. But, they, but they've been threatened by developers, they've been threatened by people coming along with, well, you know, look offers. look at Fabric. Like, I really appreciated your support of Fabric because somebody who grew, that was my first kind of foray into raving and I was going out clubbing and that was the best place to go and when it was going to be taken I, we really everyone really appreciated your support of trying to keep well, that's, it that's it. but actually the, the and you're doing one of the sounds like London yeah that's, what, that's right well yeah. I'm there and that, that, but that's a good example we've, I've appointed London's first uh, night czar yes uh, the best title for a job well, ever I'll tell you what the funny story is I was going to call her a nightmare but I thought we had one of those for eight years eight years before I was mayor it was called Boris Johnson I thought so no so don't, don't <laughs> Don't don't call her a nightmare. Call her a night czar. And uh, what Amy LeMay is doing is amazing. She's she's she, she works with BBC, um, you know, Music Six, and she does a great job there. She's got a, you know she's really she understands the night uh, economy, but also what happens in you know nightlife of London. And what she did basically is it's not rocket science. She got around the table, the council, the police, the owner of Fabric, and said, "Look, what's the issue? What yeah. what are the concerns you got? The police have got understandable concerns about you know." Uh, a perception of, of, of drugs use and criminality. You can understand the council's concern because you know, you know, they could be accused of being, you know, reckless slash negligent. It was property. Care. It was property. Well, but it? at the end of the day, we got it resolved, and uh, and part a lot of this is basically, you know, sorting out misunderstandings before they turn into licenses being withdrawn and stuff. Because you know what, who wants to live in a city? Uh, where there aren't nice places to go to, whether it's theatre, whether it's, mm. you know, gigs, whether it's, um, uh, you know, nightclubs, whatever it is. And actually, an amazing stat, one out of eight jobs in London, one out of eight are in the nighttime economy. And uh, that's why I've been, that's why I pushed for the night tube to run 24 hours a day on a yeah, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I over, wished it had been the there when I was 16, coming back from yeah, Fabric, I tell well, you. Quiet. The night I mean, I was well. 18, obviously. Nobody here condones uh, <laughs> a fake ID, fake ID. Um, but it's really important. It's yeah. important also if you're a worker, if you're work, if you a porter or a doctor working all the hours, God sends. But also, um, it's really important for our economy. It feels safer as well, weirdly. Like, I just, it feels, I feel much safer. Well, let me tell you an amazing stat. Um, the on. crime rates on the night tube are, are less, uh, so it's less crime than there is in the tube in the daytime. Um, uh, and actually, the complaints there are are actually of, of antisocial behaviour. So people peeing yeah. uh, outside Brixton Tube Station or whatever, which, yeah. we to, which, 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 which we're dealing with with the council working closely with us. But we've got British Transport Police on the underground and, and uh, the night overground. But actually, it's people like you know Jesse, you know, using the night overground, the night tube. As a, as a lifeline to get from A to B not to cause mischief or to do criminality and stuff and it's quick my husband and quick. I were talking I mean he tried to negotiate with me I definitely didn't do it and I wished I had but when we were talking about when I was going to go into labour the fact that the night tube was going to be available was going to be very helpful I ended up getting a really overpriced black cab that took forever in rush hour on a Monday rainy morning but it doesn't matter but we talked about it and I think he had this really great idea that I was going to be in labour on the night bus. Well, there's, there's not on been my a, way to UCH. But there's not been an happen. example recently of somebody giving birth on a night bus, but that would have been great promo for us. Great promo. Great please, all pregnant yeah, women, yeah, yeah. please use the yeah, tube. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about food because this is a food podcast. We're going to be able. To, we're going to eat in ten minutes. That's ten minutes. Well, we're going to give you a drink first. Is I this? Is this? Are you? Are you? Gagging for a, so the last, a drink. Yeah, the drink. last the last hour is like twenty four hours. That's what, each minute feels I'm so like an sorry, hour. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. And so and so it's yeah. So you you often see people around London looking a bit worse for the wear, flagging. looking a bit tired yeah. and flagging, but also looking at their watches very very often. So it's the one time where when I'm speaking at iftars, uh, so I've this show, uh, for example, I've, I've done an iftar in a synagogue with the chief rabbi. 
How yeah. cool is that? So at St. John's Synagogue, gorgeous synagogue, St. John's Wood. I know, uh, What an amazing synagogue. And the chief rabbi, the new Bishop of London, uh, Sarah Mullally, she's wonderful. And Cardinal Vincent uh, Nichols, we opened our fast together. Well, I was fasting. And uh, uh, it's the one time when you're making a speech where you don't mind people looking at their watches because uh, they're looking at their watches because they went open their fast. <laughs> and uh, that's the great thing about London. You know, just think about where else in the world would you have some the, the mayor who is of Islamic faith in a non-Muslim country with the chief rabbi, the leader of the uh, Catholic Church the and the Bishop of London. Isn't that great? Uh, and yeah, it's amazing. And uh, that's the sort of stuff we've been doing. And so, and that's one of the roles I think I have as somebody, you know, in a position of inverted commas, power and influence who's of, of, of Islamic faith because we, we all know this. There are, you know, there are some people who use the name of Islam to do horrible things, mm. uh, terrorists who justify their actions using Islam. Many of your listeners may not have met Muslims or have mates who are Muslim who may sometimes think that's Islam. And if I can somehow, you know, demystify the myths, but also explain the true face of Islam, mm. I'm happy to do so. But these last few minutes, are, you know, they take they, they, they <laughs> we, a we long have time. We once a year because we're Jewish. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. But, and that's when we make a big deal about that oh, 24 hours, 20, I tell you, I'm like... 25, oh, Jesse. Dear, I feel like but your head idiot. starts to bang about it 4 does, o'clock. Yeah, you, just you start need a feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, so, so what do you drink when you break your fast? What do you so, like so, to do? Uh, do you like a cup of tea or do you like water? So I would have lots of tea between... You know the the, the the fast breaking and uh, beginning all over again. Ma- mainly, mainly. So, so it's, you know, water's obviously important, um, but tea's really important as well. Yeah. And then you go straight into, straight into the mill. Just not trying to hint, but straight into no, the mill. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah, no. we, we, we got it's you, Sadiq. We got you. I, I mean, I don't want to tantalise your taste buds too much. We could go through, tell you what we've got, or we no, can just wait. No, pl- we've okay. got we've got eight minutes. So yeah, yeah, fine. Um, are your girls um, fasting? No, they've got exams uh, this year. Yeah. So I've said, I've said that they can't fast because are uh, oh, your cats enjoying enjoying the? Uh, oh, oh no! What's your cat called? Prince. No, he's just well, he's just walking in the sink. Mum, have you got any more? Those were no, the dates fine. that you were going to break the fast with. So. so for those who can't watch what's going on, so Lenny's cat was enjoying. Uh, <laughs> no, that's no, fine. It's fine. Prince, uh, you're dead you're to us. Get out! You're a disgrace. He's, he's driving me mad today. I don't so, know what he's doing. Yeah. So um, no, I mean, the long days. They've got exams and stuff, and it's just, it's just, it's, it's oppressive um, for you know. Uh, so, so I said they, they shouldn't fast and stuff. They'd like to fast, but but no, it's it's really hard. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I feel really mean talking about food when we're about to break. It's just, no, it's, it's really okay. Mean. So let's talk. Okay, so we ask everybody, which table manner do you dislike in others, or do you have a bad table manner yourself? I've got loads. So oh come my, on then. My elbows are currently on the table as we speak. Oh yeah, snap. So there's there's a phrase. There's a, there's a there's all the word. Which is called um, by the kaluf. What by the kaluf means is you're so comfortable with somebody else, you can just forget any table manners. And so, you, so when you're with your mum a bit, you eat differently to how you eat if you're with Eric Cantona. Or, I mean, I definitely tried to be a lady with my red yeah, wine last exactly, night. Exactly. So it's and so short answer is when I'm with friends and family, the, all the table manners go out the window, oh, and yeah. you can just everything, everything, everything goes. Um, I'm known to eat very, very fast. Me I've too. Got, That's got, why I knew we'd get Well, I've got, I've got six brothers and a sister, and so the rule was, unless you eat quick, you don't eat. That's and what so, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. And so, the, so the, 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 my explanation for speaking fast and eating fast is... That's fine. turn it off? No, it's fine. Honestly, you can turn the kettle off. If it, it, if it enhances the quality of this podcast, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. <laughs> But no, so, so but as far as, I mean, I, I'm quite easy about table manners and stuff. I'm, I'm not, I've never been a snob about, you know, the way the fork goes and all the rest of it and stuff. Mm. Eat, eat with our hands. That's what, that's what we do. There's a great story about Bill de Blasio, the New York mayor, mm. who had a great campaign running to be mayor. Yeah. And one day his poll numbers went down and they're trying to find out why his poll numbers went down is because he had been filmed the night before eating pizza with a knife and fork and <laughs> New Yorkers thought that's not how you eat pizza. Um, but no, I'm quite, I'm quite that's easy. amazing. Yeah, I'm quite easy as, as far as tailbones are concerned. So, you do like to go to gigs, I do, yes. So, so you know, uh, I've always enjoyed going to gigs, it's just that now I've noticed more. So when you went to Jesse's, they were all kind of looking yeah. up at you and pointing no, I've been a fan of you. Jesse's before I was the mayor, uh, that's so and so sweet. no, and so and so it's interesting now because people think, crikey, um, the, the mayor's here and stuff, and he likes music, and it's not because I'm mayor, I've always liked music, mm. uh. And so Florence was great. She she was warm up to the Stones at, oh, at, the, yes. at the stadium. She was amazing. She's brilliant. She only played a couple of her new tracks, um, but she played the, all the classics, which is great. Jesse went to school. With and her. I know, I know <laughs> indeed, I know indeed. And she came out and did a duet with uh, the Stones. Yeah, I How heard cool is that. That? that. was so cool. Uh, Actually, I was with one of her best mates, and we were at the All Points East Festival in uh, Hackney. It's a new one. 
And she said, babe, what are you doing today? And she went, oh, I'm just singing with the Stones, babe. Yeah, nice. As you do. As you do. Says the woman who's with Eric Cantona last night, you know, having red wine. Yeah, you know what I mean? Talking about scorpions. Yeah. We've got a minute to go, so I'm going to get you a glass of water. Great, thank you very And have we got new dates? Because Prince ate the other ones. I've just got those out in. Jess, you'll be pleased to know this. We believe that somebody who breaks somebody's fast, in other words, gives them dates uh, and or food, you get the same reward for helping me break my fast as I get for fasting. Oh, really? So how cool is that for you, Lenny? All these blessings you're receiving for feeding me. Uh, thanks. You're a, you're a mensch, mum. That's what you yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely right. There you go. Eat up, Sadiq. So you talk while I munch away. Okay, yeah, all right, fine. Got to have we'll take that. you through the menu now. Mm. We'll talk oh, about the menu. This cat doesn't bugger that off. I'm going to kill him. No, mum, he's been sick twice tonight. <laughs> so he's we an definitely take Can I just say, seeker. I do not condone killing cats. No, I don't. Pets. I'm, I'm not even annoying ones. I'm a pet lover. I love him, but he's Do you have any pets? Do you have any pets? We have a, uh, a puppy called Luna, which is now not eight months old, Labrador. She's fantastic. How are you finding it? It's like having babies. Yeah. The first, yeah. Oh my God, the first two months, it's like having kids again. I want him to eat a bit. So go yeah. through the menu, right. Mum. So it's kind of a mixture of different things. So there's um, I've just come back from Greece because I've got a little house there and I love it very much. And I've got, so we, I made fava, which oh, yes. is, yeah. you know what fava yeah. is. So it's split peas. I brought these back from my cousin. She made them for you. I've been in Manchester this week. They're gefilte fish oh, okay. balls. So I thought you'd quite yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, um, oh, we've got some salmon. We've got, those are uh, a special Jewish pieces. I like yeah. buns. And I made a spanakopita, which is a... Uh, <laughs> A spinach pie. Fantastic. Which might work or so it it's might a bit, not. So it's a bit like the Very, buffet. very multicultural, multi, <laughs> yeah, very multi-religious. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This well, is proper I, I guess we kind of, you know, when we've broken fasts, well, when I'm being a good Jew... Um, she's always know, a good Jew. She, generally, Lenny, she's always a good Jew, don't you? Don't know about that. But, well, mum, no, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, so it kind of, you know, we just, it's what we eat, but we also just kind of, I don't know, we also over cater, so it's just like a bit of everything. Do you want to start? Because I don't want yeah, you to, okay. I don't want you to not. He probably has got to eat another two meals when he gets <laughs> Yeah, are you going to go home and eat I'm with the family? Yeah. yeah, you don't have Thank to eat that much. much. Just much. Well, well, whatever tonight, you want. Just, I mean, just so you know, uh, tonight is also so the last 10 days of Ramadan are quite special. Uh, they're the most religious part of the month. And so you get even more blessings. You're opening my fasting during these last 10 days, Lenny. So maybe It's Eid blessed. on Thursday or Friday. Eid is probably on Friday. So the reason why I say probably... Why do you say probably? Because it's lunar calendar. So we rely upon sighting of the moon. Crikey. So, Who's going to decide that so one? This is, so you ask all the best questions. So because... <laughs> So that literally, so we use science because it's very cloudy here. So in, you know, Agarian, Arabia, 1400 years ago, you'd spot the sun coming out a bit and you'd say, oh, it's a new month. So it's the, the, the Eid. Because we're in, you know, Great Britain and it always is cloudy. We are now use science, um, but also we see... Can't you as mayor in London decide? Yeah. I'm not sure if the <laughs> clerics would approve of that. You know, the fatwa from the mayor of London, I, I say I say it's Eid tomorrow, so and I want shorter fasts, and I want, yeah. you know... That's not, how, that's not how it works quite, Lenny, but, you know. So I'm a big fan of programmes about politics, and there was a brilliant one where Kelsey Grammer was the mayor. Oh, Hannah called was in there. Boss, and I had no idea it was your daughter. Yeah. He's, he's quite a horrible mayor. He's yeah, quite, not based like, not on like, Tom Daly, wasn't not like, it? Not like the mayor of London. He was a bit, no. he was a bit dodgy. <laughs> he was corrupt. A bit dodgy, a bit corrupt. And uh, it was great. It, only, it, had, it was only right, running for, it was two, two seasons. Yeah, only for two, yeah. two, two and seasons. And Hannah was uh, like the drug-addled, well, suffering gonna, daughter. I wasn't going to say anything, but she was the sort of, the, the, the daughter went astray. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't realise it was your daughter, your sister and stuff. It's a small world. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. So, so your claim to fame um, is your Lenny's daughter and your 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 sister's sister as well. Yeah, and then my <laughs> mates see you on the bus when they're going to teach at Gravney. You're on the tooting bus, so yeah, it's like you know. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If it's, I've got an exclusive for you for the podcast. Oh, come I'm, not on sure, then. I'm not sure if you know what my dad did for a living. I do know. Okay, he was a bus driver. Oh, that's right. I don't talk about it much. I'm quite shy about this and stuff. Why? Yeah, I'm only joking. What? So what, 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 what? Which bus? which route did which he do? Forty four. Um, the 44 bus starts at it starts in Wandsworth goes all the way to Victoria 
And it was a joke during the campaign because I spoke about it a lot. What did your mum do? My mum used to make clothes at home. So it's a thing called piecework. So uh, she was a seamstress. And somebody would come around, the middleman, would come around with sort Big of lots of dresses. Yeah. yeah. And so I'd see these dresses. She'd, she'd get paid 50p to make, to make these dresses. And I'd, you'd walk past Chelsea Girl. Remember Chelsea Girl? Topshop? Yes. Yeah. And you yes. see them being sold for like 30 quid. And you sort of think, hold on, this ain't not quite right to Mum's getting 50p a dress and they've been sold for 30 quid. Somebody's making some money here. And so she'd, she'd, at the same time as raising eight children, I've got six brothers and one sister, she'd raised, she'd raised all of us and she was making money on the side. There was a, a sewing machine in the corner of, of the living room and she'd be sewing dresses and we'd help out because you, 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 know, you put things, you'd, yeah. you'd help out with, with the piecework and stuff and uh, no, she should be doing that all day long. I really want Sadiq to eat some food because I you, feel like we're just nattering. Would you mind if we put the kettle on? Yeah, we'll put the kettle on. Please just kind. eat Thank and you, relax. Lady. I've never made this before, but I thought I'd have a go. It's very good. Is it? Yeah. Is it just plain spinach? It's spinach with feta. I thought so, yeah. And some onions. I wanted to ask, do you cook? I don't cook as much as I used to, but I can cook a good curry. What's yeah, your go-to curry? curry? So cook curry. Cu- curry bases are all the same, basically, which is, which is a great thing. So curry bases are... tell me. Are, you can use, if you're going to use either tin tomato or fresh tomatoes mm. yeah. and onions. Yeah. That's your starting point. Tomato and onions. And all curry dishes basically start the same way. There's but some you, difference. What about your herbs? Uh, but see, so you first have got, got to get that going for a while. I mean, what the, I the, never the, start with the tomato and onions. Exactly. Because I start with the herbs because no. I thought you were supposed to make the coriander seeds and pot. Then, and then it the, depends what you're making. Are you making lentils? What are you making? I don't, I kind of and just then do basically, the same thing. So some people fry the onions first and then add them to the tomato sauce. That's your base. And then you yeah. add the spices as you want, you know, the garam masala, the haldi, yeah. um, the chilies, all that stuff. And that's, that is your base. And then you add, could be chicken, it could be, it, could be, it could be whatever else you want to add. But your base basically is the same. That's when you go to Indian restaurant, you should ask the waiters what they recommend because there's 20 types of curry and they use the same basis. Which is your favourite restaurant? Yeah, on Tooting High Road, which ones? Which, which yeah. Indian yeah. do you go to? It's actually a true story, which is when I was running to be mayor, I sort of said my favourite restaurant was Blah. And uh, I happened to know most of the owners and the staff. And when I next saw any one of the owners of the other restaurants or staff, <gasps> they would be in tears. Because okay, they'd so say, tell us they'd say, So basically, the, the best sort of restaurants are the Lorgrais, the Spice Villages, the Love Masala Daras. Darwath. And the great thing about them is they are always a good sign. Any ethnic food, if there are people of that ethnicity eating there, it's a good sign. And so all these restaurants have Asians eating there, Pakistani origin eating there, as well as the sort of, you know, the, the, the non-Asians eating there, which is a good sign. Their food is great. And what's your and good value for money. Is, is, is Asian food your favourite food? It is. So, my, my, so I'm quite simple. So my most my favourite Asian dish is uh, what's called dal chawal, lentils and rice. It's basically poor man's food but I love it um, I love other curries as well and my favourite English dish is fish and chips so I really am where do you go people. for your fish and chips because okay. you're not going to you can, you can go you don't yeah go on. So, so I like double fried chips or triple fried chips so anywhere that does those uh, is good rice fried chi- oh you they like they taste that. good they're going to be crusty and a bit, a bit dark do you know what I mean um, okay so just just down the road from you is a Kirby's remote which is very good yeah they're oh, quite good so aren't they good. they're so yeah. good do you bring pat lunch to um, work no, they tease me silly if I did that. Why? Did you have packed lunch at school? Mm-hmm. You did? Were you teased? Um, did, did, I didn't allow did, anyone did, did to Florence, tease me. Did Florence tease you? Did you say, you know... Oh, hey, please, you, you she was what? like two years below. She couldn't tease me. Okay. Um, no, but I was really into cottage cheese and um, Marmite, which is a really bizarre... Like, on brown bread. So, I, um, they didn't tease me. They probably just didn't sit So, n- nobody would bully you for your packed lunch because no. it was so Why? weird. Why? Because... Weird. Right, well, so... You never bring pat lunch. No. Leftovers are the best. What I'll do is, um, I'm trying to be good. Please, thank you. Yes. You're trying to be uh, t- good. T- t- tiny bit of milk, not a lot. Um, so you want salads? So, salads, fruit salads, uh, sandwich, odd days. Um, yeah, because the problem is, I-, I got into bad habits uh, when I was an MP, which is eating late and eating fried food, because I don't drink. So, when you're on a high, you know, a lot of colleagues, unfortunately, would, would drink to get mm-hmm. them on a down. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you very much. That's perfect. Thank you very much. And so I'd eat fried food on the way home, get a takeaway and eat late at night and I put on quite a bit of weight. And also, you know, I, I try and avoid lunch meetings because you end up eating. And so, yeah. yeah. Will you have a holiday this summer? Not booked it yet, but we are planning to take some holiday. Now that my, my daughters are older, 16 and 18, I worked out age 12 onwards, they, they stopped enjoying going on holiday with mum and dad. Until 12, they were, they do what you say. They'd always listen to mum and dad. I have to say, I've met them a few times and they are so gorgeous. Be- so no, polite. but bright, 
sharp, beautiful girls. Um, you must be really proud. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they are our greatest humans, our daughters. Um, and they're lovely. And so for 16 years, my daughters were giving me a hard time about getting a puppy. 16 years of, you know, we want a puppy, we want a puppy, we want a puppy. And one Monday I said, you know what? Okay, then. And by the Saturday, they'd found a puppy. They'd been Skype interviewed by the puppy owner. <laughs> and they'd arranged my diary for me to go and collect this puppy, uh, Luna. And uh, she's been her? amazing. I'll tell you why, because she's, you know, with teenage children, there's very few things. You don't eat together as much mm. because, you know, they've got their own life. Um, you don't do social events together. We don't go to the same gigs as much uh, as we used to. And so Luna is the sort of glue in our family. We all yeah. love Luna. You know, Sadia, the girls. Has life changed a lot since being mayor for your family? Yeah, it's difficult. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but, but everyone knows you. Everyone wants to ask you a question. And it's it must all, be hard for your teenage daughters, I imagine. Yeah, it's all consuming. I mean, my, my daughters realised early doors. I mean, I, when I became an MP, I'm an MP in the area where they were born and raised in, Tutin. My oldest was uh, five and a bit, and my youngest was three and a bit. And so they tweaked quite early on. When we're out and about, they can ask me for anything because I can't say no. Because you know there are voters watching, mm -hmm. so we'd be yeah. They're so sharp. They order stuff at Good restaurants guess. that they knew they you know they'd ask for sweets in public because you know or ice cream <laughs> you know because they, they'd worked out they twigged they twigged no, early doors. Um, my daughter's going to be exactly the same. I know. Yeah, they twigged. They're very sharp. These kids. Um, it's a bit more difficult. So they, they so they, but they, at the same time they grew up knowing that dad maybe some maybe in a restaurant and somebody will have a conversation with him and they they were very good. Always been great at just realising that's part of my job and being very, very good. Not like tagging away and stuff. Uh, but it's tough. It's tough now because being the mayor is all-consuming. Yeah. I mean, it's a seven-day-a-week uh, job. There is no downtime. So it's difficult for them. And I try and protect their privacy, you know, as will you, you, as run you again? Will you run again? Um, I, I will be running again to be the mayor, yes. Fantastic. First time I've said that publicly. Actually. Oh, there we and go. So, there yeah, we go. So I will be you running should. again to be mayor. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So when you decided to be an MP, was the goal to be, was the, was the goal being the mayor or kind of, it wasn't even no. thought about then? No, not, not at all. It wasn't, I mean, it'd been the, the height of arrogance to assume I could be the mayor when I, you know, my mission was to be the best MP I could for my area, Tutin, mm. um, to represent Tutin in parliament, to be an advocate for Tutin, a champion for Tutin. That was dream fulfilled. Being a lawyer, I grew up um, watching LA Law. Remember LA Law? Yeah. Sorry, so, Mum so loves it. I did, I did science A levels. I did, I, did, I did biology, chemistry, and maths. I was destined to be the world's greatest dentist. And then, a combination of LA law and my maths teacher um, telling me I was so good at arguing, I should consider being a lawyer. I, I, I very Where late. Did you go to uh, in North London? Very late. I, I, you know, lastminute.com, I, I decided to apply for law. And um, I love being a lawyer. And I did human rights law. I love doing that. You know, and so I wanted to be like, you know, Fuentes and uh, Cusack, you know. Doing great cases, driving nice cars, wearing nice clothes, and um, what are you watching on the TV now? So, I'm trying to think, no, what I'm watching now? Do you, do you ever heard of Madam Sec? 
No. Madam Secretary is, is a... Madam Secretary. It's a, is it? about a female uh, foreign yeah. secretary in America. Yeah. That's so you, very good. you like home... You like these kind of homeland... Homeland. You're watching Homeland? It's just, just, oh, it's just finished best. now. Have you, I don't want to spoil, spoil, it, spoil it alert. Is that, are you, have you finished it? Yeah, no, I've watched I, it. I gave up. Oh, no. Oh, it, 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 I it, thought it was the best This one was good. This one was good. Because this one is back... Cause, and also, it's, it's very realistic about you know, what's going on and stuff. It's a bit it's a bit close bit, bit close to home, isn't it? The, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it good. was so... And if you've got a big dysfunctional family like I have, Modern Family, do you watch Modern Family? I love Modern Family. It's so good. It's just family. funny, it's, isn't it's it? It's the best, isn't it? I like it's the best. D- hospital dramas. You Such like, as what? what like Holby City. Holby like City. Law and Order. I like, no, no, she doesn't order. like Holby City. It's the one no, that she only one do. I don't watch. Really? But I no. I Did you watch, watch ER? That was a bit ER. Of... I watched Grey's Anatomy. I watched Grey's is still. I discovered Grey's is still going. I find it astonishing. <coughs> There's a new one, The Resident, Casualty. Casualty. Um, I watch all the... the She's the only I person that still watches Casualty. at George's. That's really good, isn't it? Wonderful. Isn't it good? And the ambulance. You realise though, they've got the jobs they do. It's just nothing but... I mean, all I of know. them. I mean, all our emergency services, you know, whether it's police, fire service, but the A&E, the, those... I, I mean, all of them. Amazing. And well, they do. Yeah, because... There's been a lot in... You know, being, I had an acid attack on my road about a month ago. Yeah. And I saw this awful video. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it was on Facebook. Somebody was, and it was in Streatham. Have you seen these school kids that, like, and somebody gets stabbed and they're in uni- school uniforms. And I'm like, my husband used to live on the road, like next door. And it just feels like it's getting so closer and closer. The bad news is, I mean, you know, violent crime has gone up the last three yeah. years. I mean, literally there was a stabbing a road not far from here on Friday. Uh, yeah, young, a young a young boy in school uniform yeah I think that's old. the video that maybe yeah, yeah. and look, there are a variety of complex reasons why violent crime is going up I'm a firm believer in investing in young people I'm not excusing criminality by I the way uh, you know the, the, the people who you know use a knife are responsible but we've got to invest in young people in prevention there was a there's a great phrase Tony Blair had called tough on crime the second line of that was yeah, tough on the causes of crime, crime yeah. that means investing in schooling in youth centres mm. in off school clubs I know that very troubled youngsters every t- every sometimes the only thing that they've got is the youth worker you sp- and it, and they're closing all the facilities yeah. down the youth workers are like surrogate parents for these kids mm. uh, they give them constructive things to do they make best mates there yeah and Even if the kids don't go to a youth club, the youth worker knows all the kids in the community. Work. Absolutely right. And they're, they're They've connected been with slashed them. over the last seven, eight Why? years. Combination of, well, because actually most councils who fund youth centres get their money from central government. They've lost lots of money. They've got to choose, make tough choices. But at the same time as we've had the cuts in youth services and schools and preventative services and mental health, we've had cuts in the police. So, so there are a few police officers now any time in the last 15 years because of central government cuts and so you're seeing Jesse I'm afraid the consequences of cuts um, I just want to go back to um, Sounds Like London just because growing up did you go out clubbing one of the best concerts I went to Clapham Common Artists Against Apartheid remember that yeah. so he was playing uh, there was uh, Sting um, Gary Kemp from Spandau we played uh, it's a free done. concert at Clapham Common it was when, when Mandela was, was Mandela was still in prison it was the mid 80s I mean, everyone who was big played. Yeah. I know it was the same day as the Wham final concert. The reason why I know this is because you, you <laughs> couldn't get tickets you, for Wham. No, no, no. You there were two types of people in the world: those that went to the Wham final and those who went to Artists Against Apartheid in Clapham Common. <laughs> and I was the latter. I love Wham, though, by the way. Um, Me too. But yeah, but Boy George made a nice. I, mean, I even now remember the, the the joke Boy George made about you know George Michael in the final and stuff. Whereas well. <laughs> But there was there was a rivalry, wasn't there? I know. I used to go on apartheid marches. You would have been there. Did, so, so Actually, my first concert was of... my first concert was where you performed the other night. It was my first concert was Bon Jovi. No, it wasn't a Bon Jovi. It was um, Aswad. Aswad. Oh, Aswad. 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 Yeah. Shine, shine like a star. Aswad, yeah, yeah. Shine yeah. Is, oh, that had, was your first. They concert. got to number one as well. Aswad did, didn't they? Aswad. They got to number they one. They got, they got to number one, and so suddenly had people singing reggae. You thought, whoa! And it wasn't UB40. Uh, that's that's, a, that's, that's yeah. wicked. So, so are you would you say you're you're more into kind of reggae than no? I was, I was, I'm, I'm sort of mainstream. I was in R and B, mainstream. Everyone loved Michael Jackson. 
I mean, remember oh, Shalimar? Yeah. So I remember, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember when, when Jeffrey Dunn, Jeffrey Dunn's performed the, the sort of break dancing and moonwalk on top of the pops. Everyone the next day before your time, Jesse. Everyone the next day in the playground was doing the moonwalk, and you know, Shalimar. Could you do like the to remember? I could actually. I was quite. I was this okay. I was right good. There. No, I could do. It. The mayor uh, can do the moonwalk. You're okay. gonna have to do it at Pride was, now. Yeah, you know? I can't break dance anymore. I can't hip hop. Uh, my and my daughters have. You forbidden. used to do break dancing. My daughters have forbidden me to do. T- I'm not allowed to dance or sing in public um, outside the house. Have you got a voice? Uh, here she goes. No, I can't. We sing. could do it. Yeah. On the I think one. I think I'm great, but my daughters say I'm rubbish. But I don't what's know. your karaoke song? Um, I've done a karaoke for years. It depends what's. I mean, it depends what's who the crowd is and stuff. I mean, there, there are some easy songs you can do, can't you? So Beatles are always easy. Beatles are Beatles song is always yeah. You easy. can always get everyone going yeah, as well. Like I guess the crowd, yeah. What's yours actually, Mum? What would what be your What would be your karaoke song? I will survive. Oh wow! <laughs> everyone, <laughs> does, everyone does that. Come That's on. All right, then. Well, I'm not going to hit the notes for Whitney, am I? No, but you used everyone to make tried, me try and do it in Club Med, didn't you? <laughs> it's painful. I, mean, I, I don't think so. so. If you think in our combined karaoke experience, how many times have we seen somebody actually perform that song and not murder it? No, we always murder it. Yeah, everyone always yeah. murders it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always just did, I want to dance with somebody. You don't do, I will always love you. No, because remember no, in Club yeah. Med, you'd be like, go on, sing. You want to be a singer? Yeah. Sing. Karaoke. I was like, at 12 and I was like I don't want to do this you were so mean pushy Jesse Jewish mother so I think that's Jesse's way of saying thank you mum for, <laughs> yeah, for pushing me to become successful that well. yeah, yeah. I think you loved singing Jesse you drove us mad with singing so do you sometimes okay so so you are the mayor of London this is a pretty aspirational job it, it, I mean it, it's an important job it's essential do you ever kind of if in another life what would do you think you'd go back into politics or what no, would be I, like what I, would be this kind of other job you would do well for, when I was little I wanted to be um, a cricketer and I had trials for Surrey they made, oh, a, wow. they made a big mistake wow. not taking me on there's <laughs> a miscarriage of justice there um, I think most people though most people dream about being a singer actually don't they most your mates at school what do they dream about doing yeah, they wanted to be an oasis, really, I think. So, yeah, like... They when you wa- say with oasis, you mean... They wanted to be Liam in Noel. Oh, so. not, not Blur. No, we were more oasis, yeah. Why, were you a Blur? Well, no, they're, they're both okay. They're both a bit up themselves. But I like David Alban's politics. I think he's a good guy. That, he is a good that, guy. So, one of the things that does did affect me growing up is the sort of music I enjoyed and I really got into was people with good politics. So, Sting and the Police, David Blur, the good, they've got good yeah. politics. And I just think it's a, it's a must, it must be, I, I've never experienced it, but it must be a massive privilege having fans. The idea that somebody yeah. has paid to go and see you in concert yeah. or to download your tracks or to buy, you know, no money CDs. And, you know, they're young and impressionable. And I think you've got a real important position here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm remember the jam and Paul Weller. I mean, they, you've got a responsibility here. You've got an audience here. But I, I just think, you know, using that, pedestal that you're on whether you like it or not you are it's quite so you know the idea of you being a UNICEF ambassador yeah do you know what I mean so it's really important so not being funny there are some people and forgive me if everyone already has heard of UNICEF who will now listen to this know that Jesse wears an ambassador and say what does UNICEF does or they may have donated even just a 10 quid text yesterday Mm. money towards UNICEF which otherwise they wouldn't have done so you know, I think it's quite Maybe quite important. Maybe you should go to UNICEF cricket match. Girl. I know. Well, I'm thinking we do cricket aid, and you basically you could be the manager, you could play a manager. I'm a bit of a trophy. Oh, yeah. We could do it or a bat. The oval. Oh, I see. I'm clever. I'm an all rounder. I do both. Oh, okay. Always hedge your bets. You see, because if you're out early batting, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can bowl, and so okay. even better if you're the captain. Jesse, I think it's a good. So idea. you um, do you watch football? Yeah, I play. I play every Sunday. So basically, I still play with mates. I play with the same mates. Um, for the last 25, you, You're years. in a Sunday league football team? It's not a league, it's... it's, it's okay, you know, it's just medic. kick about. No, it's a proper game. What do you mean oh, just kick sorry, 90 like, minutes? Oh, yeah, it's like, like proper football, is it? Just, so just a, a kick about. I'm just loving team. the fact just that you have been like one of my husband's, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my husband's no, leagues and they turn we have, up we and you We have a couple of rules. We don't, we don't have sliding tackles because there's too many fights. The idea of grown men having a fight is not cool. And you get, you know... And it so happens a lot in Sunday league. It happens a lot. do you support a football team? Like all good South Londoners, I support Liverpool. <laughs> and so, um, Klopp is such a joy. Isn't well, how, he? how charismatic is he? I he's, challenge you he to watch. Smiles all the time. I, ch- well, I challenge you to watch any of his interviews yeah. and not just smile and not just be feel positive. And what a wonderful. He's positive yeah, and he's yeah. enthusiastic and he runs up and down. He's and a good example, by the way. He, he he's he's small p political. He's he he did a great interview with the Guardian, talking about he you know I read about it. European Union and you know great interview. And that, He's an intelligent man, and, and you'd want the manager of a business, the manager of a team, to be an intelligent person. And so yeah. you know, and he's great. Diets, the sort of players that play, 
the ethos of the team. And it's a funny story about a wonderful story about Liverpool. I met an 11 year old about four months ago, and his mom was telling me that her son is very quiet. He was very quiet, and she said one day he was in the car with three of his mates who she was driving around. Uh, he's an Asian kid, Muslim kid, and they're all singing a Mo Salah song. Uh, his friends are not Asian, and so Mo Salah being successful has made young Muslims feel so good about themselves because you've got Liverpool fans who aren't Muslim. They've made songs about Mo Salah, about his faith in a positive way. And there's a great line and it's one of their chants, you know, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. If you go to the mosque, I'll go to one too. And so that's that sort of... And so you got football. And so when I grew up, you'd have great players like John Barnes have bananas thrown at them. You know, I remember going to a Chelsea... I remember my brothers, rather, okay. going to a Chelsea game, being racially abused and chased away by the NF. I remember going to a game, Wimbledon, where they were in the, where they were in the old first division, uh, at Plough Lane playing Spurs, and me being racially abused. And so to have a situation where 20, 30 years on, you know, we are one of the world leaders in kicking racism out of football. We've got great footballers of different faiths, Mo Salah and Sane, both Muslim in Liverpool, Arsenal, Muslim players, Man City, different races, different ethnicities. It's wonderful because that's how you change attitudes. You know, yeah. I can do a hundred speeches, but actually a song or a sports star, you know, can really affect things. You know, having your values, you know, articulated in a way that otherwise wouldn't cut through. That's why I think it's important whether you're a UNICEF ambassador whether you're a footballer, what Klopp does is amazing. He just makes you feel great about yourself. Yeah, and, you and know, that big smile. Yeah. Whether, and, and that's, Wouldn't th- you want to work hard for him well, if you were a player? Absolutely. The reason why I've always loved sports, both playing and also watching, is it teaches you life skills. How to be magnanimous in victory. How to be dignified in defeat. How to, when you're in a team sport, put your arm around somebody and raise them as Klopp does. Or sometimes you've got to shout at somebody, you know. You've got to perform that 12-year-old, as a 12-year-old, you've got to perform that song. And karaoke and that's, that, that's that's what leadership is about that's what being a good leader is about and, and Klopp does it I think so well my mum's a dictator well, yeah. um, I've Thank got to ask speaking of dictators um, one's coming quite soon to our country our city nice segue um, nice segue I was quite pleased with that actually <laughs> um, has he been in touch do you want to get a cup of tea let me tell you a remarkable thing about President Trump I'm the mayor of London I'm a humble mayor and I'm really busy. And the other, I've got time to look at my Twitter feed, let alone tweet. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, honestly, extraordinary. I mean, just, I mean, you will know this. I say this not in a pompous way, but we had to block this date out weeks in advance because, I know. Uh, yeah. you know, the idea that the president of the USA, the leader of the free world, looks at Twitter and then tweets about me. I just don't understand how he's got the time it's to do that. It's just, it's just, well, you know, it's just, it's quite, it's a bit weird. And so I, I, I didn't want to get involved in this ding dong. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a active participant, but actually, when you've got a lot, you just you spend lots of time in America. We love America. We yeah, love America. Absolutely. What a great country. We're influenced by their music, by their culture, by their politicians. I mean, I love JFK. I like Robert Kennedy, Bernie. Martin Luther King. You know, Bernie Sanders, the Clintons, the Obamas. We love America. West mm. Wing. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Madam Secretary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jed Bartlett and Madam Secretary. Like scandal. It's got it got a bit silly now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's got a bit silly. Yeah, and. You know, America is a beacon for us in the world. Mm. Values, pluralism, and when President Trump says things that I find so objectionable, I think you've got to say something yeah, about yeah. it. And the great thing about the great thing about having best mates—that's what USA and the UK are with best mates. The special relationship is obviously you stand shoulder to shoulder at times of adversity. You know, we're with each other if there's troubles, but you've got to call them out when they're wrong. And I think if you just reflect on what President Trump has done, he's retweeted messages from far right groups. You know, Britain yeah. first, uh, who have, by the way, been banned by Facebook. He's retweeting their sort of messages of hate, amplifying yeah. messages of hate, giving them giving them credibility they otherwise haven't got. Uh, you know, I, I remember going to the Women's March uh, in relation to some of the concerns in relation to how he treats women and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even, I just think, why wouldn't you speak out about that? Why do you have to be a sycophant? And, you know, always, you know, and so he is coming, it looks like, to London. I'm pleased it's not a state visit uh, with the whole... All, all, all that in, involves so we'll have to wait and see how it pans out we should have a relationship with them of course we should do you know where he's coming to or? Uh, I could but I couldn't possibly okay. tell you no, 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 no I understand yeah. you'd have to kill me afterwards but well, no, um, and, and your listeners and <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah. Um, but I'll be out there well there's lots I mean, I mean um, making you know, there, there are, will you be popping down what, to Downing Street on the, the, well, the 13th what, of July one of the great things that's, that's, see one of the great things about our values is that, that we, we can that's the great thing about democracy mm. I think it's right and proper for me to be criticised by the media we have a free press I think it's right and proper for us to be active citizens 
and to march and to lobby and to protest. It should be peacefully. We cannot have anybody who thinks it's okay to cause criminal damage or to cause harm done properly. It's really important. And that's how you bring about change. And, you know, you can change. There's a great Martin Luther King uh, quote, which is, you, you know, I can legislate to change the way you act, but not the way you think. But over a period of time, by changing the way you act, changes the way you think. And so, for example, you know, bringing in laws, when, when, I, when my parents first came to this country, there were signs saying, no blacks, no Irish, no dogs, right? Um, at B&Bs, at guest houses, and all the rest of it stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was a Labour government that said, you can't do that, it's against the law. First, B&B owners or, or guest houses hated doing it, but they had to take it down because it was against the law. But over a period of time, by mixing with us, they realised we're not the boogeyman, we're okay. And they started to change the way they think about us. And I think similarly, protest is a good way of changing public opinion. And so when people see, well, two things. Firstly, we're not anti-American or anti-America. Uh, you know, we love both those things, Americans and America. So it's not anti-American. But when people see that actually London, uh, a city that loves Americans in America, where Americans are made at their home, are, are peacefully protesting against some of the things the president is doing. I'm hoping people will notice that. It's got to be done properly and peacefully and stuff. But, you know, that's who we are. We, we you know, we demonstrate with the things we're unhappy about. Last question before you leave. And we ask everybody, your last supper, what would it consist of? If I'm honest, and this it winds up my family because I'm so lacking in ambition and imagination, but I, I do love fish and chips. Uh, it's got to be bad oh, cod. Interesting. It's got to be proper chips uh, with garden peas not mushy peas I'm not northern okay. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a garden peas man okay. and uh, no curry sauce tup- no no no, no. <laughs> they're too even going to go to London two pickled onions two pickled onions got to have ketchup and brown sauce and vinegar yeah. you have all the condiments uh, all the condiments I'm a condiments man I mean I love chilli sauce all the condiments and stuff That's, that is that is good and I, and I love my dessert so you've got to have dessert as well well you're going to have to take some of uh, this dessert no definitely home, definitely um, but, what you know, would it be the dessert would be could be a number of things. I, I'm really. I had the other, the other night. I had a prif, frit rolls, which were lovely. I love frit rolls. Very retro. We uh, need to bring them back, Mum. Yeah. Into that we need to. That's when we were growing up, weren't they? That was a big thing. Well, yeah, well, it was like you, Italian yeah. night dinner out. Posh, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, love cheesecake. Never, right. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I baked my first my first ever Victoria sponge about three months ago. My daughter taught me how to make a Victoria sponge. How did it turn out? A good out? Victoria sponge. It was great, perfect. It was perfect. You're going to enter uh, Bake Off. Uh, no, not quite. Okay, I've, I've only baked one thing in my life, so you know, don't, I don't want to be Ed Balls of baking. Thank you so much for it's doing It's been a pleasure. This. Thank you for feeding me, and uh, may you be rewarded in this world and the hereafter, as the, so. as the prayer goes. It's been such a pleasure to have you. Mum? Yes? You just cooked for the mayor of I London. Know. And he did eat. He did eat. And he was he, he chatted, so it was hard for him and to I eat. I was very pleased that I'd made the extra effort about the dates because I'm blessed by my. I think he appreciates that. I don't know if he appreciated the, the cat who'd been vomiting before but trying I got, to lick. Them. I had another packet to clarify. We did change the dates. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've met him a few times, and you've kind of met, but he's. He's just warm, he's genuine. He is genuine. He's lovely, he's normal, he's not pompous in any way. He And I think he's got a genuine commitment to London. He loves London. Well, he should, and I think he does. And yeah. I think he's doing some brilliant things. But, I mean, Aswad. What's the song again? Come on and shine, shine like a star. Shining so bright, bright, like the star that you are. Oh, shine. I just imagining young Sadiq Khan in the audience of Hammersmith Apollo, shocking out to that. And he's seen Bon Jovi as well. Yeah, he slipped that in too, yeah. didn't he? And he doesn't, he, he likes Blur a little, well, he likes Damon a little bit more than Oasis. Don't blame me. We learned a lot of things tonight, <laughs> Mum. Yeah. I got the impression he'd go home and eat more. Well, Mum, he's got a few hours to be able to I eat. Know. But he did look a bit tired. He, Mum, uh, yeah, I can't he even imagine what his schedule is all like. Day. Yeah, we take the day off when we fast. I know. Yeah, because we're supposed to be in synagogue all day, darling. That's the whole point of it. Okay. Um, that they they're more pragmatic. Thanks so much, uh, Mr. Mayor Sadiq Khan, for coming on Table Manners. We we know you have an incredibly important and busy job trying to. I'm make so London pleased brilliant. he fitted us in, and Eid Mubarak for him, Eid Mubarak, and for everybody else. Yes. 
Now, Table Manners listeners who's been listening for a while, you know we're obsessed about food and we'd love to hear what you're eating. We've started up an Instagram, which is at Table Manners Podcast. And we'd love you to tag us or at us with your meals, whether that's your desired last meal or it's the worst meal you've ever had this week or a recipe that you'd like us to try. We're, we're, we're game we just like to hear from you and see what you're cooking um, and get to know you a little bit better. So that's something that's starting. We've also decided to launch Second Helpings, which is a little bit extra, an extra dollop of uh, Lennyware and Jessieware. Um, and it will be on Fridays and it will just be a kind of a, a shorter podcast of basically mum and I berating each other. Um, if you liked Table Manners, but really you're all here for Lenny, go to Second Helpings. I don't think they're just here for me, darling. Sadiq just told me that he thinks you're the star. (laughs) You're a bit jealous. No. Okay. Spread your wings and fly, mother. Okay, darling. The music you've been listening to is by Peter Duffy and Peter Fraser. Leave us a rate and a review. Five stars, please. And let us know who you think was Paxman tonight. Mum's pointing at herself. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 